Chelsea are headed to the FA Cup final. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Blues podcast. I am Josh and I am joined by my co-host Peter. Alex is unable to join us today, but we have a lot to talk about as, like I said, Chelsea beat Crystal Palace 2-0 to advance to the FA Cup final. And it's going to be a good one against Liverpool as they defeated Manchester City 3-2. But we don't care about that. We care about our win today. Uh, 2-0. We had a goal from Ruben Loftus-Cheek. We had a goal from Mason Mount. And we're going to talk about uh, the match here on today's podcast. But first of all, Peter, my friend, my co-host, how are you? I'm good. I'm always excited to come on here and talk. And especially after a win, and especially after that win involves making it to another FA Cup final. What is this? I think we've made it in three straight years now or something. And like almost every year out of the past like six I think there was one year where we didn't, but we've been so successful in this competition, but we just, you know, maybe this year's the year where we can actually win in the final and not and not choke. But I mean, we'll see. We'll see. But we, we, we can talk about that later right now. We we can focus on the game at hand. Well, not the game at hand, the game that just happened that we won. I mean, for the most part, I will be honest, the first half was quite poor. I mean, I thought we were going to lose the game with the way we played in the first half. We just we were being sloppy. Everyone was having a bad game. We weren't really creating chances. There wasn't like a shot until like the 25th minute. And that was like like a header that went 50 feet into the air. It wasn't even a good shot. I mean, we weren't looking good. But I mean, obviously, Kovacic getting injured happened in that first half, which obviously you don't like to see. But I mean... In general, I think that arguably could have helped us because I think, as weird as it is to say, I think uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek was kind of the key in this game. I think once he came on and he started getting into the game, he became probably our most dangerous player. He had so many driving runs. He obviously got the uh, the winning goal. Uh, he played extremely, extremely well. But obviously, I think I saw something that said Kovacic was... Uh, had something on his foot and after the game and Tugel said that it was extremely swollen and it didn't look good but we'd have to wait for results to see what actually happened so that's uh something you don't want to see especially when as a avid Kovacic supporter you know who and I think he's our best midfielder you definitely don't want to see that but I mean this match could definitely show that Ruben Loftus-Cheek uh will be moving into that midfield role uh as Thomas Tuchel seems to you know get good results from when he puts Loftus-Cheek in the on the on the uh, squad, sorry, in the squad. I don't know what I was going at there, but I don't know. He could definitely, he would probably be the substitute for Kovacic if he is out. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I think Tuko said that he was thinking about starting him because he had a good performances the past two games he's played in. And so I think Tuko really likes him. I think Tuko wants him to kind of develop into the, like get back to the form he was in uh a few years ago when he was playing extremely extremely well day in day out and i think i mean this game shows like what he can be he can be this midfielder he is box to box who can make these runs who can have these incredible volleys who can dish out these passes who can get into tackles and i mean i think he was the key in this game i i think he was my man of the match uh timo warner's also probably up there I mean, Josh, you know, you weren't here on the podcast uh, uh, last time to talk about Timo Werner's good performance, but, you know, I'll leave the talking about Timo Werner to you because I want to hear you compliment him. So going to what you were saying when it comes <laughs> to Chelsea's uh, performances in the FA Cup, let's just go to that, completely ignore your point, um, and then maybe I'll circle back to it if I feel like it. Uh, they are the third most successful team when it comes to 
the FA Cup, and in front of them is Manchester United, and then uh, the top place is actually Arsenal. Chelsea have eight wins. Um, their first final uh, finals win was back in 1970, and their last one was in 2018 against Manchester United. Uh, they've been runners-up seven times, and their total final appearances is 15, compared to Man United's 20 and Arsenal's 21. So if you look in the last few years, well, you have the one that was last year, right, when we lost to Leicester City at Wembley. It's, it's funny, you look at the one from 2019-2020, Arsenal versus Chelsea, and you're looking at the Wembley Stadium um, on Wikipedia, and it tells you the attendance, and it's like 80,000, 80,000, 80,000, 80-something 80 thousand, 80,000, zero, when you get to 2019-2020, because um, of the COVID year. And then you look at uh, Leicester versus Chelsea, and that was exactly 20,000. Um, so that's just interesting there. And then the last time after that, they didn't make it 2018-2019, it was the 2017-2018 season when Chelsea won. Um, then they lost to Arsenal. But but yeah, you, you got the gist there. So that is uh, Chelsea's success in the FA Cup of the last few years. Like you said, um, this is now going to be the third season in a row that Chelsea have made it to the FA Cup final. And let's hope they actually win this time because it's been two losses in a row. We don't like losing. Um, and we've already had that happen in the Champions League. So let's uh, actually win um, a cup, right? Okay, Timo Werner now. Yeah, he, he played well. Um, he had that great ball to Mason Mount. Uh, I think Mason Mount did the rest with the um, you know nice touch to drag away from the defenders before slotting into the bottom right corner. But yeah, I think Timo Werner was a good player today. I think he's not... He wasn't fully like the player he used to be. Uh, still still waiting for that, um, what we saw in the Bundesliga, in my opinion. Like, I'm still not seeing that. I know it's a different style of play in the FA Cup and, you know, in English soccer, but, you know, still waiting for him to get to that point. Um, but definitely, definitely played some good good football today. So, I mean, I'll give credit to him. Is that enough for you or I don't know how much you wanted? You know, I was looking for, wow, what a wonderful assist to get that through three defenders perfectly for to set up Mount. Wow, look at those amazing runs he was making to create space. Wow, he had some very nice crosses that our attackers just couldn't make. Speaking of which, that just reminded me, I want to talk about uh, Romelu Lukaku, or Lukaku as we like to say, because Timo Werner easily could have had another assist. Lukaku was on like the six yard box and hit the post somehow uh, with no, with basically an empty net in front of him. So I will say two assists for Werner today. I'm counting that one, even though it doesn't officially count. That's two assists for Werner today. So, you know, maybe a bit more from you. you know? If you even, stri- oh, a little bit more from me. Yeah. Just, well, no, because the thing is, I'm still waiting for him to get to the Bundesliga level of the amount of goals he scored there. And it's just never happening. So well, yeah, that I, that's just not going to happen. So, mm-hmm. I mean, at least like, you can't compare him to something that's not possible anymore. So, you know, you have to like appreciate it when he has a good game in general, because it's never going to be up to that level. But just, yeah, like, he, he played very, very good, good football game. today. I, I have sure. to say compared to, it. yeah, c- compared to, um, you know, compared to the match against Southampton where Chelsea won six nil and um, he had how many goals? Did he have a hat trick in that one? Or he had a couple goals in that match? Although I he was, he had two. Yeah. He had a couple goals in that game. Um, but but the thing is, he kept on you know hitting the post, or and the goalkeeper would save it, or he hit the crossbar. And I was sending Peter text making fun of him about that. But he came today, uh, and although he didn't score, like you said, had some good runs, had the good pass amount. So yes, good good overall performance uh, by Timo Werner. I thought you were gonna make the uh, Alex likes to do the Luke cardio now because you know that's like the whole joke because he just goes to have like get some cardio because it doesn't even look like he's playing good football out there. 
um, Romelu Lukaku. So there's that one. There's the the slow people like to do that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Have you? Are you catching what I'm saying here? Like, have you seen these at all, or it's just me? The oh, sprint, no, no, yeah, the there speed, definitely is. But I mean, they're, they're all. They're I, all mean, there. I mean, you can't. You can't. <laughs> You can't say La Slow because, you know, that's Alonso. Alonso slow is its own separate thing. You can't mix them. It's Lukaku, Lucardio for Lukaku, and then Alonso. You can say La Sprint, and, like, it's that, that ironic because it like he doesn't fast. sprint. Right, but I'm saying like, it's, it's irony. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, look at you with this incredible English skills, okay? Well, I mean. Peter, come on. As, as you know from being in the same <laughs> class, we're, we're really working hard there. Um, yeah, to to get those English skills. Well, I don't think we're either ready. We're both we're both not ready for the AP Lang exam. But you know, does anyone? If anyone has you know any pointers or tips for the uh, language and composition AP <laughs> test, just uh, hit us up at the talk at Talking Blues Pod on Twitter. All right, thanks for that. Appreciate it. Going to the match stats now. Twelve to six shots. Chelsea led that. Same thing with shots on target. Four two possession was sixty seven percent to thirty three percent. Give Crystal Palace credit because I would say in the first half, uh, obviously very equal as the score was nil nil. But um, Crystal Palace like held their own uh, for most of this match. I know also Chelsea in the first half looked like they were playing poor football. In my opinion, um, they were able to step it up in the second half. But I, I definitely want to give some credit to. Um, the side Crystal Palace because in the first half at least they they held their way they and they were able to take advantage of the poor performance uh, that Chelsea had there 64 641 passes to 316 Chelsea loved that fouls 16 to 6 Anthony Taylor I believe was the referee today Peter's favorite so um, I'm sure you were excited about that one yellow card to nothing and I believe that was a Havertz card and three offsides for Crystal Palace, zero for Chelsea, five to two in corners. Chelsea led that. Am I right about the the? It wasn't Anthony Taylor the ref today. Your favorite? Yeah, he was. And I yeah. I will say he had a very responsible, very respectful game. He had some good refereeing. The only card giving out was Havertz, and I think that was fair good because call. that was definitely a flop. So you know, he's on his way up. He's he's gaining some of my respect back, but mm. still, still. Still very, very bad referee, very, very bad and hates Chelsea. But he just got he he just forgot that he was playing we were playing. He was refing against Chelsea today. So, you know. I see, I see. That's why. Well, let's see if you can do well here, because now we're gonna go to the Chelsea player ratings, which I feel like we haven't done in a while because we were gone for international break, came back, and just like didn't do them because either Chelsea lost or, you know, I wasn't there because, you know, when I'm not there, I feel like it never happens. But nope, just... uh, we actually did them last time. Last oh, time? you did? Well, that's great yeah. because it's not in the dock at all. So, uh, well, you know, it is. Great it is job me by you or Alex because we have no documentation Alex, so. of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think we got four or five out of 11. So oh, you can we don't even know the down. exact number. This is nope. great. Yeah. Well, don't <laughs> worry. I'll put Alex under the bus for it next episode <laughs> when he's back on shore. Cause that is, that would be his responsibility um, as the interim host, basically to mm-hmm. put them in the dock, which he didn't do. So anyway, I will be the responsible host and do that. Let's go. Chelsea, FA Cup semifinal versus Crystal Palace. We'll start off with Edward Mendy in net out of 10. What did he get from absolute Chelsea's fan nation? I think he made a pretty good save on, I forget what, I think it was first half of, of a corner, but besides that, he two, really, two good saves, but I think it was offsides, right? The second shot. Yes. The second one was offsides. So, but yeah, two good saves. 
uh, on that corner. And besides that, really, really didn't have to do much. So I guess I'll go. It's probably it, I'll say seven. Yeah, it's a good call going seven there. He did get a seven. Um, and I believe it was, I don't think it was a corner. I think I think it was a free kick just like at the top of the. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. It was the free kick. And then we decided to have like an absurdly high line for no reason. And that's why. <laughs> but whatever. It, where they didn't score, so it didn't matter. We move to the back line now. And you could start out with Antonio Rudiger. Rudiger was solid. I mean, he did try one of his 50-yard thunderbolts. Didn't, course, didn't quite work out like it did uh, when he scored. Uh, besides that, I mean, he was pretty solid. Didn't really do anything bad. Didn't really do anything great. So I guess I'll go six. Yeah, you're a perfect two for two to start out. Um, so good job. I move to, let's, who do we go? I'll, I'll go Andreas Christensen. I'd say Christensen was actually quite good, I'd say. I think I think he probably had better game than Rudiger, so I think I'll go seven. Three for three. Ooh, All right. Look, see, without Alex, it's so easy, you know? This oh, just goes yeah, to yeah. show how my, how bad Alex is for my skills. Careful, okay? careful. Let's get more than seven for 11, set a new <laughs> record first. Let's do that. Uh, we move to, I guess, Reese James, yeah, to go in order. Ooh, Reese James, I really... A lot of the time, I kind of forgot he was there. He played as yeah. more of a right center back, which kind of takes away from his attacking skills. So he didn't really show up much in the game. Right so center back, right wing back, same thing. Because as P was playing the right wing back role, I'm pretty sure. So well, it says here in their description, it says solid at right wing back once again. But I don't know. That's really, just, that's what I'm reading. Uh, well, am I, art- I on the wrong article? I mean, let me make sure. No, 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 no. Well. Hopefully not, because then there'd be a shame because I've been doing so well. It's from one hour ago, so I think I'm okay. okay. No, it is the right article. Maybe, maybe I just confused the positions, but mm. either way, didn't really show up much. Didn't really do anything great. I'll go six. Okay, so your first wrong one of the day was a seven out of ten for Reese James. Ooh, but you're still sitting. You're sitting good right now. You're sitting pretty. Yeah, Three yeah. for four. Marcus Alonso. I honestly forgot he played. If I didn't realize Reese James was on the pitch, I did not realize Marcus Alonso was on the pitch at all. So I'll go. I feel like it could be a six, but I think a five. No, it is a six out of 10 for Marcus Alonso. So go with your gut there. That's going to be three for five um, in total here. So two, two, two losses in a row, but we're going to bounce back here, right? Mateo Kovacic in the midfield. I mean, this one's kind of difficult, no? He yeah. played like 20 minutes before getting taken minutes. Out. Okay, that's a bit. Okay, so it's either going to be a five or a six, but I feel like it, I'll go five. We gave him a six. Oh, of so course they did. Of course they did. So now it puts you at 50% at three for six. Um, Okay, it's okay. We're, we're going to just keep moving. Jorginho in the midfield. Jorginho is interesting because he had a tail of two halves. He was very, very poor in the first half, I'd say, but in the second half he played, had a very, very calm, composed good second half so i think i mean i'd probably say six but i don't should do i trust my gut no seven no don't even trust that because it's a five out of ten i can see that i mean the first half was very bad uh, yeah. I'll, I'll read this one though the italian was sloppy at times in the midfield and looked shaky not one of his best performances in a chelsea shirt wow very descriptive thank you <laughs> <laughs> Three for seven. Now we move to Asby. By the way, look what happens. This is what happens when you talk yourself up like that, Peter. It goes downhill from there. Hey, hey, how many? How many are left? Four. Three for seven. So yeah, four. I'm going. 
to get seven for 11, which is the record, right? I'm just going to go four for four. I'm just going to tie the record. Sure. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get Aspie right first. Aspie. Aspie is an interesting one because I feel like he would have done better in Reese James's row. You know, what's interesting is that they say here played at right wing back for the Blues. So they just oh. said both him and James did played at right wing back. Maybe so that I was, was right. a typo okay. or it was a double right wing back scenario. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Th- I'm not quite sure. That's I mean, Tuka likes to switch it up, but I don't think he likes to switch it up that much. Uh, but as P, I don't know. I feel like he if I mean. Reese, Reese James getting a 7 out of 10 is kind of throwing me off because I feel like Aspie had just as good of a game, but I don't think he got a 7 out of 10. So I think I'll go 6. Yeah, 6 out of 10 for Asby. So good job. 4 for 8 now, so 50%. Let's go to our next player, and that is part of the front three, Mason Mount. Mount, besides Loftus-Cheek, I'd say he's probably also man of the match. Uh, Got that goal. Looked dangerous. Well, I believe your boy Timo Werner actually was awarded the man of the match, like officially. Yes, he was. I mean, hey, he did have a good game, like (laughs) I said, you know. But I do think Mount probably does, and Lafayette probably both deserved it for him. But I'm not complaining. Uh, But Mount, I think, I think nine's too much, so I'll go eight. All right, so that's two for two. Moving up the list, five for nine in total. So you're going to get all four right. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Timo Werner. See, I want to say eight because, you know, you know, I want to hype my boy up, but I also don't think he got an eight. So it's, I might be selling here by wanting to say eight, but I'm going to say eight, even though it's probably a seven, isn't it? But eight <laughs> for Timo. Pick, pick one. You're going eight for Timo. Eight for Timo. Seven for Timo. <laughs> of course it is. You know, just like I said, hey, I'll take the L to hype up my boy. He deserves an eight out of ten. They said here, showed good pace and energy on the left of the Blues, keeping Joaquin uh, Anderson busy all afternoon, provided a neat assist for Mount two, so a successful afternoon for the German. And then Kai Havertz to finish it out. Kai had this is probably Kai's worst game in a while. I mean, he obviously got the yellow card for diving when he probably could have, if he didn't dive, got onto that and gotten a good chance. Mm. Wasn't very dangerous. Uh, he did kind of get the assist for Loftus Cheek, but that was pretty deflected cross. Uh, I think I'll go six. It was a pretty average game. Yeah, they gave him a six as well, so that is correct. Six for eleven is your final. Not even that bad. Um, so you, wait, what is, so if I didn't, if I said what I thought Timo Werner actually got, I would have tied it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's I not, think we should just put it out of 12, honestly, because they have no subs, you know, with a ranking or with a rating except Loftus-Cheek. And I think, you know, even though, you know, it's out of 11, the squad, he did play for most of the match. So right. um, let's put it out of 12, Peter. And what do you think Loftus-Cheek got out of 10? I mean, I did talk about how he deserved my the match. What it? Well, now that I, I already guessed, right? What did Mount get again? Yeah, Mount got an eight. Okay, so Loftus Cheek probably got an eight too. Yeah, correct. So Loftus Cheek gets an eight out of ten. Um, seven for twelve uh, is your final, which I guess sounds a little bit better than six out of eleven, right? So it does. It does sound better just because there's a seven there. <laughs> the seven just works out in in our yeah. favor. Um, but with that. I think we should talk about this next match here because Chelsea 
Ah, this uh, the rivalry. Chelsea versus Arsenal. Wednesday, this Wednesday, April 20th uh, at 2.45 for us. So what is that, 7.45? 3, 4, 5, 6. Yes, I don't know why I needed to count. I was right the first time. 7.45 for all you watching in the UK. This is big because, you know, Arsenal is actually good this season, which is crazy to say it, but they are. Um, they're sixth right now. They've been dropping down. They were very close to Chelsea. Um, it was neck and neck, but now they are sixth with 54 points. Chelsea's in third with 62 points. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a, it's, but it's always a big match because it's a, it's a, the rivalry, the London rivalry. So we're, we're excited for it. I think we'll probably record that. I don't know why we wouldn't, uh, but we'll probably record an episode, a recap episode after the Arsenal match. Um, but for right now, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. I have podcast Spotify. Give us a five stars rating and or review. Again, follow us on Twitter at Talking Blues Pod. I am on Twitter at JoshOla29. And then you can go to shipthestudios.com slash Talking Blues to check out all the places to listen to the podcast. For, for Peter, my name is Josh. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for another episode of the Talking Blues Podcast. Go Blues! Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.